Singing Dutchman Productions. Hello, and welcome to Doug's Front Porch Podcast, where I get to sit down with friends, old and new, and have honest conversations. Let me begin by saying, Happy New Year. As this episode drops on January the 1st of 2024, we are all beginning a new year. For some of us, it is something that we are looking very forward to. Maybe some of us are looking at it with a little bit more intrepidation. We'll talk more about that later on. If you are a friend of the show, then you know uh, that in the past, for my New Year's, January 1st edition, I like to read excerpts from my Handy Dandy Bears Almanac. Now, if you are listening to Doug's Front Porch for the very first time, welcome, uh, and you're going to find out what the Bears Almanac is all about. I might as well start right there. As I said, if you uh, have listened to the show in the past, you will know that this is a tradition that I do. Ever since I was a little child, uh, my grandparents always had a copy of the Bears Agricultural Almanac and Farmers slash Gardener's Guide. For the Pennsylvania Dutch, uh, almanacs have always played a very important role in our year because the almanacs traditionally tell us a lot of information, whether it is um, forecasting the weather, uh, the moon phases and sun phases for those that plant uh, certain crops and plants by those signs. Uh, but also the almanac is just full of entertainment, fun things to read, historical tidbits, uh, information that you just wouldn't get anywhere other than maybe going onto Google and searching each of these topics individually. As a child, I loved reading this as soon as it would come because it was full of so many different things, whether it was history, uh, anniversaries for the year, uh, certain kinds of plants, and what they had medicinally. Uh, these things were all found in the almanac, and I just always thought it was such a wealth of knowledge. And then I've learned since then that, you know, almanacs, of course, have been around for a very, very long time. And when we look back at the generations pre-electricity uh, and pre-internet, of course, the almanac was also a form of entertainment. It was something to read on those cold winter nights. But as it is 2024 and it is a brand new year, I would like to turn to my trusty Bears Almanac. And I just got the 2024 edition back in November. This is their 199th year of publishing this almanac and the bears uh, are based out of Lancaster, Pennsylvania. So I would just like to pull a couple highlights from this year's almanac to get you all thinking about things for the new year. But the almanac always starts off the same way on the title page. And just to remind our listeners um, what year we're actually in, that kind of sounds funny, but I love how bears always does this. This is the agricultural almanac for the year of our Lord, 2024, being a bisextal or leap year until the 4th of July, the 248th of American independence. And as I mentioned, kind of like the byline, this almanac contains the rising, setting, and eclipses of the sun and moon, the phases and places of the moon, the aspects of the planets, the rising, setting, and southing of the most conspicuous planets and fixed stars, and equation of time, with a variety of useful and entertaining matter. 
So that's how we kind of get things started off every year with the Almanac. Uh, and then so some things to think about. Um, you know, one thing always is, are we going to have any eclipses this year? And actually, 2024, uh, on April 8th, mark your calendars, dear friends, will be a total eclipse of the sun. I don't think we've had one of these in quite a while that have been visible for most people in the United States. But according to Bears, uh, and I also looked this up online, that uh, total eclipse of the sun on the 8th of April will be visible for a lot of people who live in the United States. So hopefully uh, the weather will behave itself and we'll have clear skies and maybe we'll all be able to see that total eclipse of the sun. Bears does their general um, information for the year 2024 and just some things here to share with you. The following is an ex extract from the Centennial Almanac for 2024. The sun is the reigning planet this year, and the sun is moderately good, warm, and dry, a kind planet. It has good aspects, makes persons handsome, curly-haired, strong, magnanimous, thoughtful, peaceable, great, honored, and imparts long life. The year in general, the solar year is generally dry, less humid, thank God, and moderately warm. Bears, I'm going to hold you to that on that less humid part because I hate humidity. The spring you can look at is temperate in the commencement, pretty humid, particularly in April, which is very changeable. May is pleasant and dry, but towards the close of the month, it will be cold and frosty. Hmm. The sheep should therefore be kept from the grain fields and also as much as possible from the meadows. Looking to the summer, July is not altogether safe from frost, and besides, there will be great drought. August in the commencement will be windy, but afterwards clear and calm. The days are hot, but the nights are cool, and the summer, for the most part, pleasant. But topics for the weather, thinking ahead to this year of 2024. Let's turn to some helpful horoscope hints, according to... Bears. So I'm going to say each of the zodiac signs, and according to Bears, uh, what your warnings are for 2024. We'll start with Aries the Ram. Here's your warning. Loaf every so often. That's actually good advice for anybody. Taurus the Bull. Warning. Watch those horns in the china shop. <laughs> I know some people that are Taurus. Boy, that's true. Gemini the Twins. Warning. Everything can be double, including trouble. Hmm, that's good too. Cancer the crab, that's me. Uh, warning, be careful of capris. Geez, do I know any Capricorns? Oh, my sister-in-law's a Capricorn. I'll have to be careful around her. <laughs> no, she's great. Leo the lion, this is my daughter. Warning, your mind may travel faster than your legs can take you. Hmm. Virgo the virgin, warning, overwork may make naught of thought. That's some good advice there. Libra, the scales. Warning, don't upset the balance. That's that's a good one. Get it? The scales. Uh, Scorpio, warning, don't flare up out of control. That's good for all of us too, though. Sagittarius, the archer. Avoid foolhardy hazards. I guess that's good for all the signs as well. Capricorn, the goat. Warning, keep others informed of your aims. Hmm. Aquarius, the water boy. Relax. That's <laughs> a good one. Just relax. That's it. And Pisces the fish, warning, don't let troubles bog you down. Those are all really good. I think no matter what your, what your zodiac sign is, I think we can all take something from that little bit of, <laughs> of advice, I think. Um, another part of the, of the 
almanac that I've always really liked, especially me being a history buff, is that they look at major anniversaries that are being celebrated in whatever year, you know, the almanac's coming out. So when we are looking at 2024, we do have some great um, American purely American anniversaries coming up. I'd like to share some of those with you. In 2024, it is the 400th anniversary. So this event happened in 1624. The Dutch established the colony of New Netherlands with the town of New Amsterdam at the bottom tip of Manhattan. Dutch families also settle at Fort Orange, which eventually become Albany, and on the Delaware River. Of course, that means you know, New Amsterdam would eventually become New York. Uh, so New York, I guess, will be celebrating its 400th anniversary this year. That's really cool. Celebrating its 300th anniversary. This was 1724. Two things. Rhode Island imposes property ownership as a requirement of voting. And in New Orleans, a code is established to regulate activities of blacks while Jews are excluded from Louisiana County. So those are not some good things to celebrate, but important to remember that they did happen in our history. Celebrating a 250th anniversary back in 1774, the Tea Party Reckoning includes closure of the Port of Boston. That's right, that's celebrating its 250th anniversary this year. And the First Continental Congress meets in Philadelphia with delegates from all colonies except Georgia. Petitions of grievances are sent to the king. And in those, Thomas Jefferson also asserts the British have no right to rule or legislate for the colonies in a summary view of the rights of British America. It was a foundational document in Jefferson's thoughts uh, and eventually would help influence, of course, the Declaration of Independence two years later. Celebrating its 200th anniversary back in 1824, the first school of science and engineering opens its doors in the United States. It is later called the Rensselaer Polytechnic Institute. And the Great Salt Lake is discovered by James Bridger. Quote, discovered because a lot of people knew it existed, just not white Europeans. <laughs> also, in 18... What was that? Sorry, 1824. This was also an important event. No presidential candidate had received a majority of the electoral votes, causing the election to go to the House of Representatives, where a vote declares John Quincy Adams as the new president. John C. Calhoun had been elected vice president with 182 electoral votes. So it has happened in the past where we didn't have enough electoral college votes, but... Um, Hopefully that doesn't happen anytime again soon. Celebrating its 150th anniversary back in 1874, Louis Comfort Tiffany opens a factory making elegant glass objects. Of course, we know that his company would go on to become famous. Also, the elephant is established as the symbol of the Republican Party by Thomas Nast, a uh, German immigrant to Pennsylvania uh, who was a cartoonist for Harper's Weekly. Ironically, or not ironically, but interestingly, Thomas Nass would also be the person that would, would characterize and draw one of the first representations of our modern day image of Santa Claus in the 1800s as well. Also celebrating 150th anniversary in this year from 1874, the National Women's Christian Temperance Union is established in Cleveland to promote the prohibition of alcohol. The first electric streetcar is introduced in New York City. Barbed wire is invented by Joseph Glidden, a New Hampshire farmer. And 75 black men are, or more are killed in Vicksburg, Mississippi when they attack the courthouse. Um, another sad story from our history, but one that should be told. Celebrating its 100th anniversary back in 1924, the second quota law 
further restricts immigration other than from Mexico or Canada. Japanese are banned. Ellis Island changes from being an entry point to becoming a detention and deportation point and begins to enter disuse. Also from 1924, George and Ira Gershwin collaborate on the show Lady Be Good on February 12th. Rhapsody in Blue is first performed in New York City at the Aeolian Hall. IBM is founded in New York State. Nellie Taylor Ross of Wyoming is elected as the first woman governor in the United States. Congress passes a law making all native-born Indians U.S. citizens. And in New York, the first Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade is held. So that'll be celebrating its 100th anniversary later this year. And finally, celebrating a 50th anniversary, so 1974, six years before I was born. Uh, in February, Patty Hearst, granddaughter of William Randolph Hearst, is kidnapped by a group calling itself the Symbionese Liberation Army. The House Judiciary Committee holds impeachment hearings against President Nixon. Three articles of impeachment pass, and Nixon resigns officially on August 9th. He is the first United States president ever to resign. The 110-story Sears Tower in Chicago is completed, taking the title of tallest building in the world. The top-grossing movie of the year was Mel Brooks' Blazing Saddles. What a wonderful film. And at the Oscars this year, George Roy Hill's The Sting sweeps with seven awards. That was a really good film, too. And Hank Aaron beats Babe Ruth's record of 714 career home runs. Those are a lot of really great um, anniversaries celebrating this year. Some really good things from history. Also reminding us of some of our troubled past as well. Towards the end of the Almanac, they always include some highlights from previous editions. So let's go back 100 years, no, 150 years, to 1874. And the Bears Almanac in 1874 published these two things uh, as things to think about. Uh, the one is, the three most difficult things are to keep a secret, to forget an injury, and to make good use of one's leisure. And they also published The Man Who Gives His Children Habits of Truth, Industry, and Frugality Provides for Them Far Better Than By Giving Them a Fortune. I think 150 years later, both of those uh, statements still ring true. There are certain things that just never, you know, that just hold their weight, right, over time. And finally, at the end of every uh, Bears Almanac, they have a page of, well, I'll call them jokes, I guess. They have this fictitious person by the name of Abner Americanus, uh, who, according to them, is an ancient sage and entertains us in each almanac. So just a couple, uh, I have three. Three of his jokes to share with all of you here before we close. If money doesn't grow on trees, then why do banks have branches? <laughs> oh, man. In a democracy, it is your vote that counts. In feudalism, it's your count that votes. <laughs> That's a good one. Uh, and finally, one more from Abner. Did you hear about the painter who was hospitalized? The doctors say it was due to too many strokes. Wah, wah, wah. Those were, of course, some, um, <laughs> well, sad trombone jokes, but they were good no matter what. I think they made me chuckle. So there we are, people. We've done a quick dive into the 2024 edition of Bears Agricultural Almanac and Gardener's Guide, their 199th episode. So that leaves us here at the end of this quick little episode to 
think about what does the new year bring for all of us? Well, here at the podcast, uh, I'm hoping that it's bringing a year's worth of new episodes. Uh, as you know, if you've been listening, we have gone from two episodes a month down to one episode a month, which seems to be working great. Uh, I do have some wonderful uh, interviews already lined up for the new year. Um, can't wait to share those with you. They'll always be coming out on the first of each month. If you ever want to go back and listen to previous episodes, there's over 80 of them archived on uh, the website, but you can also, you know, wherever you get your podcasts from, they're all there too. Some really, really great interviews are there that you can check out or share with your friends or just share on social media. You can be my uh, my sounding board out there for people to say, hey, check out Doug's Front Porch. I think you'll really like it. You can also check out the link uh, to get your own um front porch swag uh you get your own doug's front porch t-shirt or magnet or sticker just click that zazzle link that's there uh and i appreciate that if you decide to buy any of that stuff but as i looked at 2024 um it's going to be a big year every year i think is going to be a big year i always try to enter every year as on a positive note i think sometimes i get very melancholy on new year's eve i just think that's natural uh i save all my positive energy for for New Year's Day. So as I look to 2024, uh, there's some really big things that hopefully will be happening this year for me professionally and, and also personally. Um, I hope that this year finds all of you in good health. And I wish that that good health continues throughout the year and that you find prosperity and most importantly, happiness. Because it doesn't matter how much money you have or how healthy you are, because if you're not, if you're not happy, what's the rest of it matter, right? So I hope that all of you can find something that brings you joy this year. And whatever that is, whether it's running, which I think is weird, but some people really enjoy that, or whether it is a new hobby or just playing a guitar around a campfire, whatever it is that brings you joy, do it. Do it often so that you feel that rush of good feelings that go throughout your mind and your body. Maybe it's listening to the podcast. If that's the case, that's great. <laughs> There's a lot of things that bring me joy. Uh, and I I know that. And I, I personally don't take it enough time to practice those. And that's, I guess if I have a resolution, that's going to be my resolution for 2024. Life's too short. We need to enjoy the time that we are given here on this earth. And I hope that all of you find the time to enjoy whatever it is that brings you joy and makes you happy this year. Until next month, dear friends, I hope that you all stay well. Again, blessings on this new year. Happy New Year. I hope that your tables are full of pork and sauerkraut uh, on the first and that it is delicious. It's always going to be delicious because it's pork and sauerkraut, right? Uh, please tell your friends about the good things we're doing here at the podcast and uh, share the podcast love. Share that front porch love. And until next month, dear friends, please take care. And as we say in Pennsylvania Dutch, or as we say in English, Happy New Year. Thank you for listening to Doug's Front Porch, a conversational podcast with your host, Doug Maidenford. If you enjoyed this episode, I'd love for you to subscribe, rate, and give a review on iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts from. Five stars only, please. Follow along on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Just look for Doug's Front Porch. Also, please feel free to tell all of your friends about the show, and I'll see you all next time on My Front Porch. Thank you.